Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And we are back from our self-imposed vacation. Dr. Hammond, I think we're back in business. What's that from? Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, except that, except instead of a raptor, it's Demi Lovato. It's like, ah! No I'm one here. recognized me. Um, it feels like it's been forever. I really... Um, like it does. there was so much stuff happening but then the best part about who news is that we tried to be like what actually happened nothing <laughs> you know when you actually catch up because everything's nothing matters to begin with but no. especially after a couple days it really doesn't matter it's, it turns to <laughs> dust who news is like just doesn't last that long it it lasts even less long than regular celebrity news, which is insanely impossible. Who News has a half-life of maybe 45 minutes. Um, but don't worry. A half a day. 12 hours. <laughs> don't, for us, 12 hours. We have tolerance for t- Who News. Um, but don't worry. We're back and we're ready to really get into it. So let's get into it. You will drive us. Yeah, yeah, they want to know. Hey. Bobby. Lindsay. Who is Raya Elias? Um, I know who Raya Elias is, but it's not so, it's she's not someone I knew of before. I don't know what day it was that you texted me <laughs> the tweet. And I the had really shoddy service because I was out of I was out of the country and so I, I didn't know. have I didn't have um like cellular data. I could only connect to my to my phone, to my tweets, to everything when I had Wi-Fi. And the Wi-Fi itself was also very spotty. So every once in a while when my phone would just happen to find the Wi-Fi signal that it would, you know, connect to, I would get this barrage of texts and tweets that I missed. And one time it just was a link to a tweet that was like, Eat, Pray, Love, Author's Next Chapter, Another Woman. And I like... (laughs) I thought that was really funny because I couldn't load the story itself. But when you dial into the story, it's really sad. So Raya Elias is Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat, Pray, Love, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, recently divorced from her Eat, Pray, Love husband. Recently um, sold her trinket store. Yes, it's her new girlfriend and best friend. Best friend turned girlfriend. Best friend turned girlfriend. Um, Elizabeth Gilbert was like, not only do I love my best friend, I love my best friend, like, sexually. And everyone's like, what? Although, are we truly surprised? This is a woman whose entire career is made out of, like, a book where she decides that she doesn't want to be with one guy, a boring guy, for, like, a cool young guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is kind of her MO, right? Just you She's know. constantly looking for love. She's constant- She's open to love. So this is not surprising. But it's very, very sad. Because... The events leading up to this yeah. were tragic. Well, it's sad because this woman who she loves, her best friend, has not one but two cancers. Mm-hmm. And which is a bummer. Like, she has pancreatic cancer, number one, which is, as we all know, is terrible. Um, and kills you quickly and devastatingly. Um, and there are, like, no good treatments for it. So she has pancreatic cancer and what, liver cancer? Yeah. Um but you know per usual the the celebrity gossip cycle soldiers on and people magazine very quickly um had their uh article who is elizabeth gilbert's new love raya <laughs> elias and let me take you through the 
um, few things that she is, according to people. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a published author. Also, this is very rude. It's very rude to say, here's everything you should know about Elias. Or it's like, that's everything. This is everything that defines her. But okay. That's one of five things that make up everything about her. Okay. <laughs> the second thing is that she was born in Syria. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's an accomplished hairdresser. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, she was born in uh, Aleppo, the place where uh, presidential who candidate Gary Johnson uh, uh, was unfamiliar with. Remember that? Yeah, he was, like, who what's, he was like, what's that? <laughs> they were like, Gary, tell us about Zendaya. What's Zendaya? <laughs> Gary, tell us about Aleppo. What's Aleppo? If, he, if they'd asked him about Zendaya, maybe he would have known. He'd been like, oh, she's playing Mary Jane in the new <laughs> Spider-Man. I listened to Who Weekly, so it's I like, know everything about her. <laughs> okay, sorry, number three. Um, actually, it's number four, because number three okay. was she was a hairdresser. Oh, right, um, okay. So number four was that she was once homeless. Mm-hmm. It's just like such a downer. How about like she's cool for number four. Mm-hmm. Number five, she's also a punk rock musician. Yes. That's, That's cool. It. She seems That's like cool. she did a lot in her life. What's really weird about this is the, how they met was that Elizabeth Gilbert was sent to her for a hair in- intervention. She went to her to get a haircut. Oh, because Elizabeth Gilbert had a bad hair. Her friends were like, you got to change your hair. Is that what happened? I mean, I guess that's what a hair intervention is. But who would have a hair intervention for someone? That's so rude. No wonder Elizabeth Gilbert didn't fall in love with any of her other friends. Because they're rude. They sent her to another woman for a hair intervention. (laughs) Elizabeth, you're a very successful author. And your books have been turned into movies starring Julia Roberts. But your hair, it needs to change. Right? Like her other books haven't turned into movies, right? I I don't know. I know there's a book called Magical Thinking that people really like and I don't know any. Oh well other that's books. more of a self helpy thing, right? Like how would that be a movie? Oh, you know what she did write that was really good that was not turned into a movie? The it's called The Last Man on Right? The Last American Man. It's very good. It's like a profile, but she turned it into a book about this weird guy. Not weird guy, this cool guy. I don't know. Who cares? Cool. Um, so this is very sad. This is very sad. So um, the the narrative here was that, oh, it's really funny that Elizabeth Gilbert is in the news again for like another romance, uh, another surprising romance, a turn of events, uh, but that it's really, really sad and tragic. So we can all expect this to become a very, very good book and successful book in the coming years. Um, very true. And that will be turned into a movie starring, let's say... Naomi Watts. Thank you so much, all of you, for being here. It is my enormous pleasure and delight to be able to be the person who can introduce you today to somebody who you may not know but should and who you will love as much as I do. Well, that's not possible. You can't love her as much as I do. She's my very best friend in the entire world. Um, Rhea Elias, the author of Harley Loco. And I can, uh, who's struggling with her lanyard they want some help, buddy? They definitely want me They to want know. to claim you. Yes. They, they, they stapled it to it. her. She's going to have to wear that all day. Um, Ray is the author of a, a memoir called Harley Loco, um, a memoir of, give, give us the subtitle. Of hard so living, funny. hair, and post-punk from the Middle East to the Lower East Side. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sprawling story. Um, and we met 
15 years ago because uh, of an intervention. Um, now, Ray is a recovered drug addict, and a lot of her work is about recovery. The intervention at which we met, however, was not a drug intervention. It was a hair intervention for me <laughs> that, my friends, that my friends had where they were like, we love you, we care about you. We can't look at this anymore. Um, something has to be done. And they sent me to Rhea, who at the time was living in the East Village in a walk-up apartment with her two pit bulls and her super hot wife, like newly, newly married to like this gorgeous little pixie blonde um, with her tattoos and her guitars and her motorcycles. And I was like, well, you are now the coolest person I've ever met. Oh, oh um, that groan was actually representative of the next news item which was that taylor swift and tom hiddleston broke up now how is this this was i mean how confirmed was this Gigi talked about it right i'm pretty sure that it their was people said it it's real confirmed. right confirmed because yeah because the funniest thing about this news there's nothing that funny about it it's actually kind of boring was the way that it was like a source said that uh, Taylor was done and moved on or that it, it gave Taylor all the power. So yeah. clearly this source um, was named Taylor Swift's publicity person. Did you read the thing about Taylor says that she broke up with him because he wanted the relationship to be more public than she wanted, which is the craziest rumor. There's no way in hell that that's true. That's an extreme lie. <laughs> How do they expect us to swallow that? I think what Gigi did say, though, which is really funny, is that Taylor's like, she's back in the studio writing songs about her breakup. No shit. She already had those written. We all, <laughs> like, I'm still in the camp that says that Taylor is releasing a single this month, next month, that will include a video that features all of this shit. That's a very truther thought. I still think it's happening. You're a truther. Because we just saw the entire life cycle of a relationship. It was more hypothetical up until now, but uh, it's going to be like a blank space follow-up. The thing that actually really supports your truther theory is the fact that they met each other's parents maybe one weekend. <laughs> yeah. Right? They met each other's parents and had, the f and had those photos. Everything about that, it, the beginning stage of the relationship was captured on film. It truly was a very confusing and wild situation. And it's not like we don't know Taylor Swift to not be a liar. This is literally her entire <laughs> journey up until this point is liar or recent mm -hmm. journey is liar. Right? Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, recently, the, the most recent news that was reported about this was Gigi Hadid confirms Taylor Swift is working on new music after their breakup. And this yeah, was because New, yeah. New York Fashion Week happened. So Gigi Hadid was in the news and Taylor Swift went to her show and wrote like, congratulations, Gigi, or whatever, you know? Yeah. And what could Gigi Hadid possibly have to say about herself? She has to talk about her best friend, Taylor Swift, all the time. They're like, Gigi, how is Fashion Week? You're a model. And she's like, my friend Taylor Swift went back in the studio <laughs> to record new music about Tom Hiddleston. It's like, what? No one asked you that. No one cares about that. So speaking of breakups, Lindsay... Can we talk about the actual, like, the most momentous and the saddest breakup of the week of our vacation week? <laughs> this breakup represents our vacation week. If anyone was like, oh, remember when Who Weekly didn't have two episodes, did took a week off? You could say, oh, that was the week that Minka Kelly and Wilmer Valderrama dated and then broke up. The news on this was they dated. And then somebody was like, 
oh, they're not dating. They just went on a few dates, which fine, respect. And then the news was they stopped dating. So let's let's again talk about who Minka and Wilmer are for uh, those who aren't in the know. Uh, Wilmer Valderrama, best known as uh, Fez from that 70s show slash the boyfriend of everyone from like 2000. To, to 2009. Everyone dated Wilmer Valderrama. People still date Wilmer Valderrama. That's what's <laughs> okay, yeah. crazy. 2002, 2002 to present. Speaking of Valderrama, he has will dated continue everyone. to date young starlets, I am sure. I dated Wilmer Valderrama in 2010 for two days. <laughs> when did we you, dated, you, stopped when you stop dating? <laughs> and then we stopped dating. We started dating on a Monday. We stopped dating on like a Tuesday afternoon. I just love that it's like they didn't break up. They just stopped dating. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Fine. Uh, but he famously dated Demi Lovato for a really long time. He dated, um, didn't he date Amanda Bynes? Lindsay He's Lohan? He's dated everyone. That's not even worth going over the list. It's insane. Mandy Moore. Google it. The point is, is that Minka Kelly, we talked about, she famously dated Dirk Jeter. She um, has been in movies and stuff. And she looks like Leighton Meester, with with whom she started in a movie where they played roommates, which was confusing (laughs) because they look alike. And the movie wasn't about them looking alike, which was the most confusing. (laughs) The movie never, the movie never. (laughs) We talked about this. Mentioned the fact that they looked alike. It's like if two twins were in a movie and it was nothing was about twins. (laughs) Can we address the fact that they're twins? So wait, listen. So this is my favorite part of the Us Weekly article about their breakup. Number one, number one, this is this headline is the eyes emoji. Like this headline is just the eyes emoji. Mika Kelly and Wilmer Valderrama eyes emoji because it's Mika Kelly and Wilmer Valderrama. Any woman would be lucky to have him. Any woman, any woman but me is what she's saying. So she <laughs> says in this, um, any other in woman this, in the whole world. It's like she's saying, "Good luck to you. Good luck to you." Um, <laughs> she. <laughs> The the best story, the best line in this is Kelly ultimately played coy about the couple's past and present because they dated years ago and then they broke up. And yeah, because he's again already dated everyone, so he just <laughs> has to recycle. Listen, what? she says she refuses to confirm that they ever dated. She says it's funny he's not my ex. She said Thursday, as in a couple days ago. We are good friends and we always have been. We're not exes. So basically what she's saying here is, I mean, this is what it sounds like to me. We're fuck buddies. That's it. This reminds me of the most frustrating friendship in Hollywood, which is fucking BJ Novak and Mindy Kaling. Oh, yeah. How they do the same shit. They refuse to ever. They get annoyed when people talk about their relationship when it's so clear that they are dating and they never. They're like, no, we're no, we're just friends. No, we're just friends. And it's like, guys. Just admit it. You're adults. We don't care. We literally do not care about you. Okay, but back to Demi Lovato. Um, she tweeted. <laughs> she tweeted, "You have to be capable of being honest with yourself before you can get honest with other people." Wait, what does that mean? It means that Wilmer Valderrama is not honest with himself, so he can't date anyone else. Like, for example, Minka Kelly, or for example, <laughs> any other starlet. Wait, so he's not honest with himself? About himself. Every day, I am here with my heart on my sleeve. (laughs) Hoping only for friendship and acceptance. (laughs) And what do I get? Abandonment. (laughs) Loneliness. (laughs) When is it Fest's turn? 
Where is my whore? Okay, so, Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay. Uh-huh. Who is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down a list really quickly. Uh, okay. Who is Lori Hernandez? Olympics. Olympics. Can you... Can you give me anything more detailed than that? No. Okay, she's a gymnast. She's one of the whatever gymnasts. Fat five. Like, the fat five, that's what they call it. Who is some of these aren't who, who is Mary Lou Henner? Mm, old. <laughs> that I mean that's true. You know but... who she is? Um <laughs> this is so stupid, but a friend of ours, I believe, and I'm forgetting Is Mary Lou Henner? No, no I'm she's forgetting not. who <laughs> I'm forgetting who. She texted me about Mary Lou Henner. Did you know that Mary Lou Oh, is our my friend Danielle. Um, she texted me. She's like, have you seen the Dancing with the Stars lineup? Did you know that Mary Lou Henner has the this condition where she has the best memory? She has this like weird condition that's like 2% of the world have where she can remember everything about her own life. Uh, detailed. Oh, wait. I knew that. I knew that. She has a crazy memory. <laughs> that's really good. Okay. Uh, so she was on like Taxi, that show Taxi that I never watched because I wasn't she born. She also has a crazy memory. And she has a crazy memory. Um, who is Amber Rose? We know her. Yes. Who's a Ryan Lochte? We know him. Sad. Vanilla Ice, we know him. Yeah. Who is Calvin Johnson? Sports. Do you know what sport? No. (laughs) Calvin Johnson (laughs) is an NFL football sport. Yeah. He plays for the Detroit Lions. Cool. Um, Lindsay, who is Rick Perry? Government man. (laughs) Government man. Do you know what state he was governor of? Texas. Good. Um, Who is Maureen McCormick? Brady Bunch. Which one? Uh, the old one. No, but which which Brady? Oh, Marsha. Marsha, good. Who is Babyface? I'm good at this. A singer, R&B singer. R&B Very singer. talented. Very okay. talented man. And now, okay, so this is all from the from the Dancing with the Stars cast. Um, and when I was looking at this, it was just on People, and it was the season 23 of Dancing with the Stars, also 23 smash me in the face with like a pane of glass oh my god um so the people love this show the the last the last four names on this list so the way that people announced these was they had uh you know like Lori hernandez and i don't know niall demarco why mary was lou mary lou henner number two though <laughs> mary lou henner got very but high the billing. thing is when they announce them they list two people and it's like the star and then the dancer that they're paired with and it was really obvious for the first three quarters of this list. Oh, he's the star. He's the dancer. She's the star. She's the dancer. Blah, 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 blah. The last four? No idea. Lindsay, Jake T. Austin. What is he? We we talked about him. Well, he yeah, dated I the fan. that out later. But... He dated the fan. Yes. He, he was on a show and then left. They replaced him with another boy to play the same role. And he dated a fan. And he, that's it. He Here. dated a fan who met him on Instagram. Yes. Just thirsty fan. Number yeah. two, who is James Hinchcliffe? No clue. No clue. So I kind of looked. I looked at this guy, and I was like, I have no idea who you are, but you're obviously you're obviously the celebrity because, like, you don't look like a dancer. But when you look who at his he? face, when you look at his face, I was like, oh, this guy's probably a NASCAR driver, and he was an, he's an indie car driver. How did you guess that? Because he's got like that. He just like a kind of a uh, generic looking white guy with stubble that's like both. 
I don't believe that you looked at a man. No, I'm sorry. You don't. I don't believe that you looked at a man and said, "Oh, he's a car driver." I swear to you, I looked at this man. Look at this tweet. This is the tweet with the photo that I saw. Look in the doc. Look in the doc. I'm looking. I'm that tweet that I just put in the GMA tweet. Click that. I'm clicking. That is the face of a NASCAR driver. (laughs) You're so right. He's IndyCar, and apparently there's a difference. I couldn't tell you well, what it is. Well, you know what the look is. It's, I'm a country. I look like I sing country music, but I don't sing country music. <laughs> yeah. His neck is huge also. Um, But also, I think what's really interesting, too, is that as they get hooier, they get assigned with shittier partners. So who the hell is Sharna Burgess? Why? She's a dancer. That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, number three, Lindsay, who is Tara Jolet? No clue. She's you know? one of the little women. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I think she's, and I think she is like one of the more popular ones, like one of the ones that she people is. like, cause she got the I spin-off. actually recognize her, but I didn't know her name. She got a spinoff and I think she's like well-liked, whatever, but she's little woman. Um, mm-hmm. Jana Kramer. A name I recognize, but I didn't know what she did. No. Do you know? She's a country singer. What? Really? She's a country singer. She what has that, she sing? I think she sang that song that Jamie Lynn Spears wrote. For one year, she was married to Jonathan Skate. Remember him from That Thing You Do? <laughs> Remember Jonathan him? Skate? Well, I know there's what? He's the mean he? guy. He's the mean man from That Thing he's You Do. He's the main Oneater. He's the main Oneater. And he's, do you know that he spells his name J O? H N A T O T H O N. So he Jonathan. Spells jo- Jonathan. Are you going to watch the season of Dancing with the Stars? No, I never watched Dancing with the Stars. Um, speaking of Dancing with the Stars, Niall DeMarco, which Lindsay saw this. Um, <laughs> Niall DeMarco, <laughs> just... who is who is um, sexually fluid, um, per his own. Uh, admission. Someone asked if he was gay, and he was like, "No, I'm sexually fluid." Now, Demarco, the really famous and hot, deaf, Dancing with the Stars dancer, and America's Next Top Model winner, and America's Next Top Model winner, recently started following Colton Haynes, uh, newly out and proud uh, gay man, on Instagram. I gotta say, one of the best things about the Who Weekly Instagram is that I follow a lot of Who's, so I can see them interact with each other. And this was one of the best um, finds of the past, you know, few weeks. Was this one moment? Uh, yeah. Every time I log back onto the Who Weekly Instagram, there's like another Who that's been. Fo- it's honestly, you should look at our Who Weekly Instagram. And click on following because Lindsay has done an incredible job curating these people because that that feed is one of the wildest rides I take on a daily basis. Um, it's so fun to look at the feed because you also realize these pockets of Instagram where, you know, like Rosie, who's Jason Statham's wife? Rosie Rose, Huntington Wheatley. She posts so many Facebook lo- uh, stories. Her whole, she has she'll have like. 50,000 Facebook stories like a day. And I'm just like, who are you and what are you doing? And just little things like that that are just <laughs> magical about um, following all these people. Um, so here's here's where we're going to move on to. Um, Lindsay, I haven't admitted this to you, mm-hmm. but um, this next story is actually my favorite story of the week. 
or the past two weeks since we've been gone. Um, well, why don't you read the headline? <laughs> this is such a good headline. Uh, let me read it. Us Weekly. It's tagged exclusive. September 9th, 2016 at 7 p.m. Pregnant Molly Sims, colon, I vomited on the highway. <laughs> pregnant pregnant Molly Sims, I vomited on the highway. So what's oh, really amazing that. about this story is that it starts in media res. There's no intro. It's just like suddenly, it's just suddenly Us Weekly is talking to Molly Sims and she happens to bring this up. And it says... Morning sickness doesn't only strike in the a.m. Just ask Molly Sims. Quote, I actually vomited last night on the Long Island Expressway next to a next homeless, to a homeless man. person. <laughs> yeah. Sims told Us Weekly at the Nature's Bounty Beauty event in New York City on Thursday, September 8th. Why did they ask her about this? Why did she start talking about this? We don't know. But her quote continues. I had to pull over at a gas station off the highway and I was vomiting. Ellipsis. God bless like i'm so annoyed why did they ellipsis this tell me everything i've had a really hard pregnancy i mean the best part about this is that you know i'm sure whoever was interviewing her at this nature nature's bounty beauty event in new york city on thursday september 8th said to her oh you're pregnant how's your pregnancy been and she said, actually, I vomited last night on the expressway <laughs> next to a homeless man. And that's funny. But Us Weekly is so freaking rude that they write it as if she walked right up to them and said, hi, it's me, Molly Sims. I <laughs> vomited last night on the Long Island Expressway next to a homeless man. You're like, no one asked you that. But in reality, I'm sure someone did ask her, how's your pregnancy been? I mean, there's really, there's there's no way to be sure. That's the thing. Also, who is her husband? He's Lindsay, it says in the second paragraph. He is a, f- oh no, that's her. I <laughs> She's thought, a former model. I thought he was the film producer. No idea, but his name is Scott Stuber, which is, uh, I don't know. That's exactly the name that goes with that face. I'm so excited. I'm here with my pregnancy guru, Lori Bregman. Out of all my videos I've done in the past three years, this smoothie, you guys have loved it. It's the highest rated video. And now we're gonna bring you the new and improved version of our fertility smoothie. And it is our mission to get you guys knocked up. Speaking of pregnancy, Army Hammer and his wife are expecting another child. I just love that you put in the doc, Army Hammer and woman. <laughs> It's very disrespectful to this woman who is pregnant with Army Hammer's second child. I had just looked at the tweet and I had already forgotten her name. That's rude of you to dox me like that. Army Hammer and woman. Elizabeth Chambers. Actually, her name. Elizabeth Chambers. And she is, um, it doesn't say her job. You know what what she she? looks like? She she? looks like she would be like a, a Fox News anchor. Oh my, she does look like a Fox News anchor. Or just a news anchor. She looks like a news anchor, yeah. Um, she's pregnant. I don't know what. Who is she? Oh, she's a TV host. Oh my god, you were close. She, I mean, she looks. That's what she looks like. You know. So remember, in like, in, it was in 2013 because he was promoting uh, his flop, one of his many, many flops, uh, The Lone Ranger, and he and it was interviewed by Playboy, and he like talked about his sex life, like more openly than most yes. celebrities. Yes, and he talked yes. about how this is... Yes. I feel like it was more than this, but I can't find the full quote. But he was talking about how before he got married, 
<clears throat> he liked being a dominant lover, where he would he liked grabbing women's necks and hairs, quote, and all that. And then he goes, but then you get married and your sexual appetites change. And I mean that for the better. I'm not suffering anyway, but you can't pull your wife's hair. It gets to a point where you say, I respect you too much to do the kinds of things I want to do. And it's like, so wait, did you not respect any women before this? So after he did that, the sto- the follow-up story was that he explained his, whenever he was like kind of embarrassed by putting all that in Playboy, he was like, oh yeah, it was because I was drunk when I was being interviewed. I'm not going to be drunk during an interview anymore. Um, but now that's what I think of when I think of Army Hammer just giving a really embarrassing interview to Playboy. Um, I think of the other guy in the social network who played Winklevoss twins, whose face they mapped and then replaced with Army Hammer's face. And I just Googled who he was because I always think of him. It was Bobby Finger. (laughs) Just kidding. It was a man named Josh Pence. And I feel bad for him because... His face wasn't handsome enough. They were like, oh, we have two different men. One of these men is going to have the face that plays both the twins since they're identical. And we're going to choose between two of these men. And they chose Army Hammer's face. And this guy's face was covered up by a computer. And it makes That's me so sad. That's so sad. I wonder how much he got paid. I mean, sure, he got paid a lot. But since that movie, this guy hasn't done enough to, you know, to be as good as if How's he was his face? the face. Have you seen his, his? Have you seen his face? He has a fine face. What's his name? His face is Josh fine. Pence. Josh Pence. Any relation to who? Letitian Mike Pence. You know what? Quite. Possibly. Oh, he's got a nice face. His face is fine, but he's it's really been in sad. Things. No, this is really sad. His his Wikipedia. The first sentence is Josh Charles Josh Pen- Joshua Charles. In quotes, Josh Pence is an American actor known for playing the body double for Tyler Winklevoss in place of Army Hammer in 2010's The Social Network. That's so sad. That's sad. Wait, look in the doc. Look what I'm pasting in right now. What? Look at this pic of Josh Pence is what happened when I Googled. Oh, the really sexy one. <laughs> I saw that in Google. I, 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 oh, my. Oh, my God. I can see his. I can see his penis hair kind of. Also. Why are his pants, like, still on? I can see his penis hair. <laughs> Why are his pants still on? It's like they're not on, but they're also Lindsay, not it's off. it's called modeling. That's what you do. For all you Josh Pence fans out there, there's a really good YouTube video, and I'll, like, link it somewhere, but I, I literally think about it once a day. That is <laughs> Josh P- Pence and Army Hammer, and Josh Pence, they're acting in the in the social network, and Josh Pence is covered in these sad green dots, because they're gonna, <laughs> like, put <laughs> Army Hammer's face over his face, <laughs> over his face. That's so and sad. You're, and you're just like, this is so depressing but it's also amazing technology yeah congrats to the special effects team on the social network for covering up josh pence with uh known who army hammer um did you know that gwen and gavin's former nanny mindy mann gave birth yes so she was the nanny that um mindy mann was the nanny that allegedly broke up the relationship between gavin and gwen because gavin was sexting her and then the icloud synced and then gwen saw the sex on the family ipad because gavin fucked up with the icloud um so the best thing is you said and then the i and then the icloud synced and then the icloud synced 
So Mindy dun, dun, Man dun. was just a nanny. She's like a, the Christine Azunian of that story. Only oh she my God, has... you can't call someone the Christine Azunian. This is so... not 2000 and <laughs> the Christine Azunian of that story. Okay, um, sure. So she's pregnant and that's she's been with a guy for a while. So there's a good chance that Gavin did not have an affair with this woman. Really? I don't know. I don't because they they never spoke about this in the same this way that headline is very rude in that it kind of insinuates that it's Gavin's baby. Oh, it does. I mean, it's it does. not, but it's the headline not, but doesn't say that it's. They not. clearly want people to assume it is at first. So it's her boyfriend is um, Spencer Gutchian, um, who? who Us Weekly says is presumably the father of her newborn. <gasps> very. Rude. They said presumably. Very what rude. do they want? Receipts? Very do they need a blood rude. test? Um, if you get pregnant, you don't send your freaking DNA results to write to Us Weekly. They're going to write presumably in the article. Um, but I don't think Gwen and Gavin have ever mentioned this woman. As they say when the iCloud sinks. No one says that. They say that now. They say, oh, you know, when the iCloud sinks. Okay. It doesn't have to be about the iCloud. It's just it means it's a colloquialism that means, you know. It's like when the shoe fits. Yeah. When the iCloud sinks. No, it means like when the truth comes to light. Oh, I guess I see that. It's like, oh, um, you know, we thought they were lying, but when the iCloud sinks, we so all it's found sort out of, the answer. So it's sort of like when the receipts are shown. Instead of <laughs> instead of using receipts, it's like, well, when the iCloud sinks. Well, the receipts are shown as the worst. It's just not it's when not the, very good. It's when the like, receipts oh. when the receipts are revealed. Yeah, it's like when you when the receipts are printed or something, it's not it, it, when the iCloud sinks is good. Um, when the iCloud sinks is actually good. Now, the more that I, I think about you. it, thank you, thank you. I know when the it's iCloud good. sinks, when hey. the truth comes out, when the iCloud, when the iCloud sinks, you find out the truth. Okay, that's good. That's I good. feel like I feel like when the iCloud sinks will be an episode name on the fi- final season of Pretty Little Liars, episode seven. When the iCloud sinks, what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? I mean, Lindsay and I are both on vacation the past week, and we feel like we've been up to a lot of things. Rita has been up to more than I could ever imagine being up to in a single week. It's kind of crazy how much stuff Rita was up to in one week. Rita has been up to them caliber stuff. Them caliber stuff. I mean, did you see Rita literally (laughs) sang at the Vatican? She literally sang at the Vatican. Her... uh, her Snapchat story about being at the Vatican was like 100 snaps long. I mean, this is fucked up because guess who knows who Rita Ora is? The Pope. The fucking Pope. And probably God. <laughs> I mean, you would argue, yes, God is all knowing. But I would argue God didn't know who Rita Ora was until this weekend. <laughs> Rita sang. Do you know what Rita sang? I will never let you down, Pope. <laughs> no, the you the you refers to God in that situation. Um, Damn it! 
she no, said she, she sang... meant no she sang body on me but she meant body of christ she, uh, she sang <laughs> body of christ she... no, on me she, she literally sang she sang what the pope she sang what child is this that's not a joke i'm i know it's not a joke but it's funny because it's like wait what child is this kind of question yeah <laughs> is the child jesus i'm jewish i don't know anything that's, is the that was the doctor's song... that was the doctor's reaction when rita Ora was born what child is this <laughs> Whose child is this? Wait, I don't... Is this song about Jesus? That's the child? Oh, what child is this is... Um, it's about people showing up to the manger being like, what child is this? And then they're like, it's Christ. It's Christ. And everyone's like, oh my God. And then they leave him gifts. That's that's like kind of a better concept than most of Rita Ora's songs though, so... <laughs> One of the funniest things... Not that funny, but about this is that this is not the first time Rita Ora has sung What Child Is This? Really? Publicly. She sang it with, like, Pavarotti. She before. sang with Pavarotti? Yeah. Uh, She's actually technically covering herself singing it with Pavarotti. This, this, this Christ's hand Whom shepherds guard and angels sing Ooh, Haste, haste to bring him love the babe, the son, the son of Mary. Okay, so the other thing Rita did that is very um, more of, of something that only thems do, she hung out with Rita Wilson. I can't. I don't. Well, so it's interesting. This in- this Instagram that both of them posted of each other hanging out with each other where they were like, read us, do read us. <laughs> um, uh, it came, it's related to Fashion Week uh-huh. because there is a New York Times article, which I live and die for, which is just, it's on the fashion and style. It's written by um, Nora Ephron's son because God hates us, both of us. Jacob Bernstein. Um, Nora, Nora Ephron's uh, son had to write this headline and the headline is Rita Ora, Julianne Moore, and Tom Hanks at the Tom Ford Show. <laughs> <laughs> If that doesn't really just want to make you, you know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, so, But like Rita, someone on Twitter said, it goes from who to them. It goes from who to them. And then you sent me this, and I didn't notice it until later. Rita sent Mark Jacobs yeah. a bucket of black flowers, like a huge, a huge bucket of black flowers. And then he Instagrammed those flowers, which is 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 wild to me because it's like it's putting Rita on a pedestal. I didn't know that she was sort of capable of being. Yeah, on. but the caption is very backhanded. I don't know if you noticed it. No. What did it so say? So it says, "Thank you, Rita Ora, for the quote. Thank you, Black Roses. Quote. Dot. 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 I've never seen such a thing. You looked beautiful at the VMAs, and I'm flattered you wore that look." Okay, so here's the here's the like okay, breakdown so of this as... thing. I've never seen such a thing. Oh. Meaning, you sent me a bucket of fucking black roses. Is this a death threat? Okay, I did one. not see the caption, uh, and we all know that Mark Jacobs is a, you know, a shady little shady. shady little and bitch. he put in quotes, "Thank you, black roses," <laughs> as if Rita in the note or something wrote here are some thank you black roses as if it's just a normal thing that people do when essentially you're getting a bucket that looks just like a just it looks like a curse 
<laughs> Doesn't it? Does it not look like a curse? It looks like a curse. This is what shows up at your door five days it before looks like, you meet it looks in like an it was untimely a, death. It looks like it was a bucket of red roses, and then a witch like waved her hand over the bucket, and then they, <laughs> they turned black. Um, I just love like this. Melisandre. I just <laughs> love this note. Anyways, um, the last so, thing Rita was up to was being uh, avoided by Rihanna. Oh well, yeah. So Rita. This was the VMAs, but this came out after the VMAs, I want to say. Or maybe before, mm-hmm. and we just missed it. Whatever. That's not accurate. Um, Rita didn't wa- uh, Rihanna didn't want Rita sitting anywhere near her. Which is actually, for Rihanna even to talk about Rita like that, is very flattering. And actually, a lot of nice attention for Rita. That Rita is even important enough to have Rihanna say, I don't want her sitting next to me and upstaging me. <sighs> Imagine thinking Rita Ora is going to upstage you, though. This she seems up- inaccurate. She would upstage me. Well, you, sure. She would sure as hell would upstage me. The Pope, maybe. No, you can't upstage the Pope. Okay. Sorry. Did you just drop every penny in your A apartment? stack of coins. I just did laundry. Now I have all these extra quarters. <laughs> <sighs> Are we done? I keep thinking, what child is this? <laughs> oh, wait, we didn't even say bye. Oh, um... <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Katie and Eric of The Who's. Wait, can I say a shout out to Katie and Eric of The Who's, who just gave birth to their own precious who? Oh, their own precious who? Does their who have a name yet? Yeah. uh, Julius. Julius is the new generation of Who Weekly fans. Welcome to the world. That's so cute. Oh, welcome, Julius. Julius. And then what else do we have to say? Is that it? We have to say, rate and review us on iTunes if you feel like it. No, not even if you feel like it. Just do it. It's super nice. And we love it. Um, What else? Uh, Thank you to to our viewers for putting up with our absence listeners and also like continuing to tweet at us and and everything while we were go away because it's it's nice. It's just nice to feel um, your presence. (laughs) It's nice to feel missed, okay? We Mm -hmm. just... You know, we also felt the lack of who's in our lives and just knowing that you were out there thinking of us and waiting for us to come back was great. It was great. Yeah. Uh, So thank you. And I don't know what else to say. We'll see you later this week with who's there. God. Two episodes in one week. What did you do to deserve us? You will drive us. They want to know. Hey. She said she meant no, she sang Body Omni, but she meant Body of Christ. She <laughs> Body of Christ on me.